0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the weekend. Weekend Wages. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have you some break cash, homie. Yeah.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Weekend Wagers. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz and Sean Engel. Hope you guys are having a nice Saturday afternoon. Me and George just stepping in talking about the news of the days and the news of the week and we'll get into the betting lines very very soon as uh, baseball games, George, get going today around uh, 2 o'clock Eastern. Then we've got a whole slew in the afternoon and night and we were just talking about the Rays in Montreal. But yeah, I know it's good that uh, I'm glad actually I, I respect the fact that your aunt is a fan there, but I'm just saying the way Major League Baseball handled the Montreal situation, they ha- they, do, they do have the land and everything, but I'm with you. The, the two new stadium thing is absolute bullshit. That's never going to happen, but would they maybe have a couple games there to test it out? But it looks like you're saying, George, by 2027, you're expecting them to honor the lease and basically maybe change then. You don't think
2: anything permanently is going to happen before that. So we're still like eight years away. Once again, uh, baseball authorizing this is a shot across the bow to Tampa Bay. What they're saying is, yeah. hey, you don't, you don't give us a new arena, we're going to be gone. That's what they're saying here, all right. And that's all this is. This is a negotiating ploy. And then, of course, you have the mayor automatically going up. Well, you're not leaving anywhere. You don't even have the right to uh, play any place else until 2027. And I assume he's right. I assume that's an ironclad lease. Most leases are. You cannot get out of them without permission. So, the, like I said, the Rays aren't going anywhere unless there's some kind of deal here. And the only way there's going to be a deal is if there's, a, like I said, a new a new stadium being built here. And I don't know if Tampa Bay can get that done. So like I said, this is all. That's all that's going on. This is all negotiating ploys. That's why. Anybody who thinks this is going to happen? It's not. I do think the Rays will eventually, if they don't get a new stadium, will eventually leave Tampa Bay, and I would expect it to be to Montreal, but probably not until after the lease is over in 27. You know, when you when they keep saying, "Oh, we're going to play half games in Montreal, half games of Tampa Bay," and by the way, if you're if you're if you're a fan of somebody who wants a team in Montreal, this is what scares me, is that what you're saying is you are going to play half here, half there? You're sort of saying that neither site. Can do a team for a full season. Neither one can handle it. That's what you're saying, all right? Because if you, they can handle it, then you're not worried about uh, one place or the other. You're just going to that place. So that would, would, would worry me about Montreal. Is that they're saying? Well, they don't believe you can handle it. You know, so that if you if you believe that's true, fine. Uh, I could I could buy that as well. That you know maybe they don't move to Montreal. Maybe it's someplace else. But I think Montreal is where they want things to go. There's other problems as well. Cam, you're yep. you're a player. How are yep. you going to feel like this? This two stadiums? No,
1: thing? that's a that. See, that's a problem. You got a family and stuff. Okay, well, we're going to move to Tampa Bay, and then we're going to. Yeah, no, the, to Montreal. That is a, cl- a cluster. Beep. You as you as you know, George. That is absolutely brutal. It's not like these
2: are like twin cities like Minneapolis-St. Paul. It's Tampa players' association will never yeah, go never for this. Never I go. Agree with and that. even if they do, by the way, even if you have some some, some yeah. kind of subsidies, okay, we'll pay the players a certain amount of extra. Remember, yeah. the Canadian dollar is worth less than the dollar. The oh, Right now, so yeah. you're getting like you get paid, but you get taxed more up yes, there. Yes, it's, Well, th- That's the, the thing. If you're a free that- agent, keep it through. It's a girl. Of uh, let's just say you're not a great boy baseball player. So you're a great baseball. Player, you can play anywhere, but you're a good, solid ball player. You have three offers. Are you playing with, for what we're we going to call these guys the X-rays, which I think is a great name, by the way? Are so you going to play for the X-rays? <laughs> the X-rays. No, <laughs> it's the it's the best oh, thing going. Oh, it sure fan. is. Yeah. It would have to be X- This, is, this is the only thing I like <laughs> about it. By the way, is the name the ex yes. rays would be fantastic. Yeah, X- would have to be that name. <laughs> the but X-rays, yeah, it's awesome. But no free agent that has a choice is going to, to play for the X-rays. They're going to play for whatever and, other team they're George, going to get.
1: You're right, and you write a lot of like you know you know you know the financial numbers and stuff think about this Um, even for like the Raptors right like what they have to do in basketball, you know, how hard it is to to keep, even though they won an NBA championship, like it's just, it's tougher. Like e- even though guys get paid an American salary, the t- Canadian tax system on top of it is way more difficult. You can ask any guys in the NHL that have played that way. Right. You're already losing 30 cents, like on the dollar when you're talking about these type of dollars, it's not that simple. You can't, there's a lot of, th- there's a lot of factors going into this. I think eventually they'll just, they will move from Tampa Bay, but I, I told Gabe, like he thinks it's going to happen in like four years. I, I don't think it's going to happen till, till the end of the lease. It's, gonna, it's, it's actually a long-term coming. Long-time coming.
2: It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to happen in four years. Because if it happened in four years, just wait the other four years till the lease is over and move. And, you know, it solves all the problems here. By the way, and here's the last problem. And this is going to affect no matter when they move, whether it's at the end of the lease or the beginning of the lease. Remember, baseball has these territorial rights things. I know. Right now, the Blue Jays own the rights to Montreal. Do you think the Blue Jays are going to be thrilled about losing the Canadian market? You know, also no, the, uh, a major city in Canada, maybe the, uh, the biggest city in Canada as far as sports. Also, you're going to lose that? I mean, uh, I don't yeah. see that. Are you going to play with the same division too? Oh, uh, man, this is going to be a major, major problem. You thought the Washington Nationals and Baltimore Orioles are fighting? Wait till you see this. How do you placate the Blue Jays? And right now the Oakland A's can't move to San Jose because oh uh, San Fran's fighting them. Yeah. It's a joke what goes on in baseball as far as what's good for the league because these billionaire owners don't want to give up you know their money. They're just not going to do it, and oh, Tom's not going to do it either.
1: George, when you go to Vegas, I mean Gabe and I talk about this when you're when you're betting late night games. They black out in Vegas because of territorial, no Oakland games, no Dodger. Like, you know what I mean? Like all the West Coast games, like you get that Rockies game from Colorado, but all the California stuff, Oakland, Los Angeles, like they're not on the TVs. It's insane. It's idiotic. It's idiotic. It's more than idiotic. Yeah. It's, it's, you're cannibalizing yourself. It's very, very stupid. And I, I don't know. The thing was, Hey, Montreal and Toronto existed before. I, I think, I think the bigger problem is I'm going to tell you this straight up. And a lot of people aren't going to like it. The blue Jays have major problems right now. Like we're, we we, we, crack jokes about the Marlins and Tampa Bay. I know a guy works in the organization. Have you seen the attendance at blue Jays games recently? They're, it's pathetic. It's 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 Tampa Bay. Ask George. Like there's nobody there. They had Mike Trout there, and the place was damn empty. I saw Getty Lee from Rush behind home plate with a couple people. Like there, other than the baselines, like there were empty seats everywhere. Their numbers, they're lying about their gate numbers.
2: It's all well, of course. I mean, uh, I guess the tickets. Most places count the tickets they sell, not the people who show up. Which mm-hmm. I guess is fine. You know, but there are different ways of reporting things here. But it's also what happens with bad teams, right? I mean, bad teams. You're not gonna have like you
1: watch so. a lot of baseball, George. You've seen it. Like Toronto. Like where's their attendance right now? It's got to be third or fourth worst in the league. There's nobody like other than Miami and Tampa Bay. I don't think there's any like who. I'm going through the boards right now. No, no, no. Even Kansas City, maybe like who
2: shows up there? Well, this all goes back to what we keep talking about. That in the American League, I mean, really in the American League, what are there? Five, six good teams. Yeah. Right, that's about it. Everybody else is, just, oof, you know, not, not not so good. Listen, it's the Rays, Yankees, Red Sox, Minnesota. Uh, you want to give Cleveland? They're above five hundred. Okay, They're playing fine. better now. They're playing better now. Houston and Texas. That's it. Maybe we'll to Oakland in there. And like I said, a lot of these teams I just named here are barely above five hundred. And listen, Cleveland, Texas, Oakland. These are not great teams. They're not at all. You know, they're just teams. They're beating up on the other bad. There are so many bad teams: Toronto, Baltimore, Detroit, it. KC. These are bad. there at Seattle, bad, bad, bad teams. The Angels, bad teams. You know, and yeah. it's, it's it's ruining the game because you either have good teams or you have terrible teams. There's nobody really in between anymore because no one wants to be in between. In between doesn't make you, you many, know what many, many, you could be get you better.
1: You couldn't be more right, and let's and let's give empirical data to back these up. This is from Bettinger, too, how bad these teams are, George. You're not going to believe this, so we're going to talk American League right now, okay? The Yankees are 48-27 right now. They're up $726, so if we do every Yankee game, these are denominations of 100. They're 40 and 32 and 3 to the over. That's the Yankees, so if you're betting New York Yankees games, they're 21 games over 500. You're up 726 bucks. The rest of the division, every team is minus money. Tampa Bay, 44 44- and thirty-two still down one hundred and eleven dollars. Now it gets so ugly. Boston, seven games above five hundred, forty-two and thirty-five, minus one thousand and sixty-seven, George. Toronto, twenty-seven and forty-nine, minus seventeen hundred and eighty-two dollars, Baltimore, Twenty one and fifty five minus two thousand and ten dollars. The Yankees are the only damn team in a division making money. If you bet every game, you're still down with Tampa over hundred bucks, over a 1, uh, 1,100 with Boston, 1, eighteen hundred with Toronto, two thousand with Baltimore. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's disgusting.
2: It is. I mean, it's hard to get, It's bad for the game. You know, this—they're always going to be bad teams, right? They're always going to—but be. But not bad like teams. this. Like I, I we do like this, this stuff right? every
1: year. Like when we spread it around, there shouldn't be. And I've been noticing. It. Take it. Take a look again. Now let's look at the next division. We got Minnesota. So Minnesota's forty-nine and twenty-six. Uh, you know, p- playing good ball, but the, you know they're up eighteen hundred and ninety-three dollars, thirty-nine, thirty-one, and five to the over. Okay. Next, Cleveland—they're playing better. Five games above 500, 40 and thirty-five. You're down not -510. Interestingly enough, George, the White Sox were actually one of these teams I think we should be looking at. They're one game below 500. They're up $986 at 36 and 37. Detroit down uh, nineteen games, twenty six and forty five. You'd be out eight hundred ninety three dollars in Kansas City. Down fourteen games, fifth, negative fifteen hundred and sixty one. So once again, there, Minnesota White Sox. Like you said, it like it's not balanced in the division. You said there's only so what. Yankees are the only seven hundred twenty six. Minnesota is the best at plus eighteen hundred ninety three. The White Sox at plus nine hundred eighty six, and the Texas Rangers at plus 1367 those are the top four teams monetarily if you're betting 100 hundred dollar units and know what the crazy thing is george houston is 19 games above 48 and 29 with their winning streak they've gone from basically over close to a thousand dollars you're only up betting every houston game now with their losing streak only up 117 bucks can you believe that? And they're 19 games over 500. That's baseball betting. The minus 200s, the minus 240s, minus 180s. You know what I'm saying? That juice will eat you up over a long season.
2: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is I, that shocking? I it, I'm not surprised. Um, it it should not be shocking because we know what uh, baseball is nowadays, right? Yeah. So it really shouldn't be shocking. So uh, it's, I guess it's a little surprising, though. I think it is. Like, if I were to say Houston, I still think they'd probably be up um, like 19 games.
1: Yeah, I should be probably up about 800 bucks. like not 117 but that's what happens. Texas, George, they've been great. Like, the Texas Rangers, you got to hand it to these guys. They're a 26 and 15 team at home, 14 and 21. So we know they do their damage at home. Usually, you don't have to lay too much juice with them. Um, right now, at that record, they're 40 games above 540 and 36. They're up $1,368. Pretty damn good. The Rangers are a play on team.
2: Yeah, yeah, I wonder this, though. I feel the range is, is this the worst si- because of how the game's played today? Is this the worst situation? Because well, to, be, to be just kind
1: of better than mediocre?
2: <laughs> right, because now you're in playoffs, so that means the fans are going to expect you to either add or certainly not subtract. Yeah, but wouldn't the Rangers be better off if they just trade a couple of dead pieces maybe for, uh, you know, building? I mean, come on, they're not going to beat the Houston Astros. No, they're, they're not beating the Yankees. No, they're not they're beating not. the Red Sox. You know, nope. and they're probably not beating the Twins. I mean, you're, you're nothing. Yeah, Your best case scenario is you go there. You know, hey, uh, you get a wild card and you get trounced by Boston. Yay. You got an extra game. I mean, uh, you'd be better off just being a bad team, being able to trade, uh, you know, some of your excess uh, pitching, even if didn't get you a top prospect back, which it wouldn't, but you'd be able to get something back rather than lose on one game playoff.
1: Yeah, I, I wrote that. Uh, who's that uh, young pitcher that they had there, George? Uh, he absolutely got me smoked. Was it Joe? What's Texas's guy? He's got like a 15 ERA off the top of my head. He's had two starts. He got that, that prospect we talked about. He got rocked. Um, uh, wait, is it Samson? No, not Samson. I'll figure it out. It, it's you know what I'm talking. He's just he's that pitcher. He was supposed to be pretty good, but he's a young guy. He got smoked. Um, I'll figure. Gerardo? It out. Yeah, it was it. Uh, yeah, it might have been uh, no. Gerardo's been pretty. He's been okay. He, he's been okay. It's it's a call up guy. He got. Uh, I th- I think you told me he was like a prospect. Yeah, but he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready to go. Cleveland absolutely like rocked his ass. Forget who it was. I'll, I'll remember. But his ERA is like 16.
2: Now Jordan's actually not too bad. I don't mind him. I'm trying to f- trying to figure who the guy is. Well, uh, fan. By the way, another trade that's expected to go down in the NHL. Uh, J.T. Miller looks like he's on his way to Vancouver. And Woo. losing... Yeah, a of draft picks are expected to go back there. Uh, Tampa is also up against the cap, so not once again, not surprised. I don't think they want to trade Miller; they just uh, have no choice there. By the way, apparently now Carolina is going to try and talk Marlow into playing for them. Uh, assuming he says no, then they'll just uh, buy him out. And Toronto apparently is Joe Palumbo. In place Joe Palumbo, George. Uh but Toronto there's an agreement in place for uh the, with Carrie Kapanen. Uh, a couple of years uh between three point two and three point four. Apparently they'll get that finalized once they figure out the Mitch Marner situation.
1: Huh. Interesting. Yeah, the pitcher's name on Texas is Joe Palumbo. Oh, that's
2: my guy. Yeah. Let me ask you one thing. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> That's that's how long to be able to do that, Your boy, That's
1: right. The old uh, play stupid routine. Anyway, his ERA is 16.5. I bet him one night against Cleveland. Big mistake. Yeah, Palombo's not sticking
2: around. 16.5 ERA. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's good. <laughs> no. <laughs> it ain't
1: good. Yeah, no, Palumbo, uh, yeah, he took me He took me to the cleaner, sir. It was uh, It was very, very difficult, George. Yeah, it's interesting. The Leafs, uh, I, I think all this stuff, because basically what we were talking about, the draft was really quiet with trades. It's happening. July 6th is, uh, what was that? the? That's basically like, uh, op- was it open season? Is it July 1st or 6th? I think, you know, the NBA is July 6th, I think, and uh, hockey the 1st. I think first, it's July but, 1st. Yeah, July 1st. There, there's going to be, like, I'm telling you, George, in the next little while it's going to be ding 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 everything that you talked about big name guys veterans who make too much money like the luchichs of the world they're just going to have to be released and teams are going to be wheeling and dealing you brought up a great point with this salary cap situation not even fortified like they don't even know the number Teams got to be real like you got to bring in the math experts now there's going to be so much wheeling and dealing it's going to be hard hard to keep track track of it don't
2: you agree yes i I do agree I i think you're i think you're right i think you're right on target there
1: no, there is. It's it, it. has to be like they don't. Even, they don't even know what the number is right now. Like it's, it's going it to be pretty, pretty, pretty wild. But uh, we'll see what happens there, George. I, I, I have a feeling uh, your team is. Uh, you guys have been pretty quiet. I, I like what, what's happening. I the Islanders' camp must be. Uh, I, they haven't really done anything. They're kind of maybe putting something big
2: together, George. Very very quiet right now. Maybe we're waiting for the big one. Yeah, well, that's not surprising because uh, I think you and I talked about it earlier. Uh, Lou Lamorel was the type of guy he'll admit this. Where if, if something he's working on, if it gets out, it's done. He won't do it then, you know. So the fact that things are quiet probably does mean something's brewing for uh, Lamorel and the Islanders. He's not going to let this team stay as is. Yeah, you know, either he's going to make a trade or he's going to make a big signing. I'd be surprised if he didn't do one of the two, if not both.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting, and you guys you guys are gonna need forwards. I can tell you one thing: you need forwards. You need guys who are gonna score some goals. And now Uncle Lou likes to Lou. Uh, k- what do they say? Loose lips uh, sink ships. He's a very very tight lip guy, and I think uh, there's gonna be some big things on the horizon. Well, George, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I don't know. I'll get your op- opinions on some DFS lineups for the games. I'm not sure if you're gonna play the two o'clocks later. We'll probably go to the four o'clock with most of the games, and later on tonight, and we'll finally go through the betting board uh, games are under an hour away to go we'll get the the line see the line movement and see who's going to be betting who are we putting on our betting card me and kurt's so actually baseball has been pretty good so we'll hope, hopefully we'll hit some winners for you guys so stick around weekend wagers we're going to go through the baseball board give you some picks and a hell of a lot more stick around
0: everybody
1: Welcome back. Weekend Wagers. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz. Sean Engel holding down the fort there in New York City. Going to go through the baseball board quickly. Just finished the National League, and uh, what teams are making you money? In the East, only one is making you money. That's Atlanta, George, $698 to the good at 44 and 32. Everybody else, negative money. Philadelphia, 39 and 36, minus 309, and this is fun. Washington, 37 and 38, almost 500, down $1,227. I lost to Atlanta last night. Dallas Keuchel coming back, uh, only three strikeouts. Meh, mediocre performance there. Mets losing uh, tons as well. 36-40, down 1,166. And the Miami Marlins, the funniest, these guys are 16 games below 500, but you're only down $88 over the season, kiss your sister. So it looks like Atlanta's one of these teams, uh, Georgia, trying to pull away from everybody else. They get Keuchel back. Uh, mediocre performance. Only three strikeouts in five innings. What do you think?
2: I mean, uh, <laughs> It's funny, uh this this National League East it, National League East is a uh it might be just a Western shootout. You don't know what the hell is gonna happen here. You really don't as far as who's going to win, who's not. Uh Right now, Atlanta's in first. Now Washington looked like they were going to be sellers two weeks ago. Now they're only six and a half out. They went last night. If they could, right, if they do some damage here, they could be four and a half out by the end of the weekend. Philadelphia, they were in first. Now they're not in first. Now they can't win a game to save they're, their life. Just got swept by Washington. The Mets are a, are a dumpster fire. Or right, we know Marlins are, uh, are pretty much done. But uh, so it's just, it's a weird season of the National League East. It, it truly is. Uh, I think, I, I think Washington's the, the team I really want here because what are they going to do with Anthony Rendon? You screwed up last year by not trading Bryce Harper, right? And then you made him an offer that he he was never going to there in the offseason. Yep. You had no chance at the playoffs last year. You should have traded Harper. I think Houston was the team that went after him Good. hard and Great you could have got some prospects. Yep. Can you do the same thing with Rendon? If you have, well, no one, ba- if you, have well, no you should learn on you, signing him. You should learn from your
1: pa- past mistakes, don't you think and try to try to put something together? That would make sense. I agree.
2: I agree. If you're not if you're not going to make him a legitimate offer, you think you can sign him then he has to be moved. Uh, assuming you get an offer you like. You know, that that it can be moved for. Uh, but this makes it a little bit trickier because now you got what, five, six weeks before the trade deadline, I guess you see where you're at. You know, once again, if you, if you fall out of it, you end up being 10 games behind, all right, then easy decision. If you end up being three, four games behind plus the wild card, whatever that might be, yeah, maybe you, you stay in it. Strasburg, Scherzer, Corbin, that's still a hell of a rotation there to, uh, you know, to throw into, uh, down the playoff hunt there. So uh, I think the Nationals are in a tough spot here, but they can't screw this up two years in a row.
1: Hey George, good news for me. I didn't lose the five hundred and seventy-eight dollars on Germany's women's soccer three-nil win. So I'm alive there. Next step, USA over USA winning their next game would be great. That would help me out big time. Go USA. Next division, I'm with you. Like the nationals, you can't you can't let this happen twice. NL Central, George. Every team losing money but one, and it's very interesting too. Right down the line with these, the Cubs forty-one and thirty-four. You're out hundred bucks. Big deal over the whole season seven. 25 games, it's not too much. Milwaukee, 40 and 36, you're down $188. St. Louis Cardinals, uh, three games above 500, but down 596. Cincinnati, all of a sudden, George, 36 and 38. We talk about them plus. The only team that's plus in the division, 57 bucks now, two games below 500. They're trying the Reds, and the Reds, the biggest stat to them, the unders. 25, 47, and two to the under. You wouldn't expect that from Cincinnati, George. They're a team, we talk about the park, you know, the bandbox there. There's going to be a lot of home runs, uh, a lot of overs in the summer, but uh, right now, 12 games uh, uh, to the under in comparison to the over. So if you're betting Cincinnati unders, you're doing quite well right now, plus the only team in the division making money. Pittsburgh, they're 34 and 40, down $127, but the Reds, you got to hand it to them. They've been uh, putting money in people's pockets, and remember, George, they had a hur- Horrific start to the season. It was like, what were they, like 1-12 to start the season? Like, they were brutal their first few
2: games. What's even crazier is that the Reds have the third-best run differential in the National League. Think about it. Really? Wow. Yeah. Dodgers are at plus 129. Yeah. Cubs are at plus 65. Reds are at plus 51. So they have a better run differential than Washington and Philadelphia. Philadelphia has a minus, go figure. Uh, Braves are plus 44. Milwaukee Brewers are minus 4. I mean, think about that. They're they're plus 51. I mean, listen, it, it's a it's a weird stat. Maybe you win a lot of blowouts. You win a lot of 10-1 games but you lose a lot of 3-2 games. Whatever. Yeah. It it is what it is, but it's fun to look at. When you realize that they're not a terrible team. They are what they're they not. are. Now, granted, they were 8 games below 500. They've won 6 straight. So now they're 2 games below 500. That'll probably even out in the end. I don't see this team being a playoff team, but no. You know, and they may not be a horrific team either. They did make some moves during the offseason to try and get better, and they tried to make they tried to make other moves too. That didn't work out. So maybe this team is on the up. But uh, that being said, there's still a difficult team for me to trust.
1: Yeah, they're hard to trust, but I've actually been impressed too like late season in the game too with uh Amir Garrett, David Fernandez. Like they uh, they've had some uh, they've had some guys George that have actually done pretty well in in, in tight games closing it down. I didn't expect their bullpen to be a strength at the end, but they haven't pissed away too many games. It's been
2: actually surprisingly good. It has. Now there was some uh a little bit of controversy this week in that bullpen. Because all of a sudden, Michael Lorenzen saved back-to-back games over really Marcelo Glacius. Yeah. Uh, so that w- that was a little weird. That uh, was definitely a little strange here. And like I said, uh, Glacius certainly wasn't happy about it. The first game, all right, it sort of made sense. Uh, Glacius yeah. walked a couple of batters, you know, and they moved, moved on here. So I didn't have a really, I didn't really have a problem with that. Uh, second game, though, there was no, really no reason for it. You know, uh, now once again the Reds are saying all the right things that Iglesias is a little closer. They haven't had a, a save chance since, so we'll see what happens here. But, Good call, uh, George.
1: But you know what? I, I and I I know it's not going to be a popular move. I like when managers do that thing. I think a lot of the time, and I remember this with the Phillies, you know, Hector Neris and all this other. I, like I, I'm sick and tired of guys coming in there, pissing it away, walking two guys, giving a game away or whatever. If you have confidence in Lorenzen, you know, you throw him out again. I know it's probably going to get get a little, you know, it, it could stir up some friction, but you know. What what I mean, being a closer, you got you got to earn it too. You can't be walking guys on base. And I, I like the fact that if another guy's getting it, getting the job done well, it's going to be that. It's not. It's not like these guys are, are Chapman or like the best of the best, Diaz. You know what I mean? It's like who's going to give me a damn win? Who's who's not going to walk
2: guys when I put you in there? You know my theory. I mean, uh, in my mind, I, I don't think the closer should necessarily pitch in the ninth inning. If he's your best uh, reliever and you need yes. him in the eighth, you need him in the seventh. That's yes. when the game's on the line. Yes, yes. That's when the game's on the line. That's when he know. should go. Not every bullpen is like the Yankees, where you have four closers, and it doesn't <laughs> matter what order you order you put him in. Yeah, and even the Yankees do it the same order: Altavino, Conley, Britton, uh, Chapman. Mm-hmm. Uh, not every bullpen has that. Sometimes the game is won in the seventh inning. shouldn't Shouldn't that be where the best reliever goes? I mean, yep. yes, of course it should be. But hey, you know they all play towards the save rule because. That's what gets paid, and the agents will have a heart attack if you don't. Uh, It's a shame it works that way, but that's why. Yeah, I don't like it either. Finally, the NL West Dodgers, uh, yeah, they're 27
1: games above 500. George, nice performance by Bueller last night, 16 Ks. They're up 1,463. The Rockies also up money, 40 and 30, 68. San Diego, a team that's everybody everybody's darlings, and the thing is, you're not getting them as big pooches anymore. They're th- exactly 38 and 38 minus $248. Arizona, kiss your sister, 38 and 39, you're up 28 bucks, okay? George, we can go to BJ's and grab, uh, I guess, a flat of uh, chicken breasts and san francisco 32 and 42 down 222 dollars. what do you think about this uh this dodger team they're finding it every way every night new hero pitching lights out bueller just shutting guys down big clutch win against the rockies hard team to bet against i know they're favorites all the time but uh you're still up 1500 bucks
2: no, no BJs for me this weekend. I I can barely walk, so that 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 won't be happening. What? Because uh, of Save my money. Are so you hurt? Uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, uh, for a couple of weeks now, I've had plantar fasciitis. Oh, uh, very mild. Case of it, that's a tearing in the uh, tissue in the bottom of your foot. I've had it before. Uh, I can go through that, but I'm guessing because I was favoring my right leg that last night while refing, I pulled a calf muscle. Oh, like, said, like all the Yankees, I, I, want, I want to join the IL like everybody else. So once again, that's a mild case too. But uh, let's just say uh, walking is not my favorite thing right now. And uh, it's, it's very, it's very sore. So you can't rap for a while, else. then, right? You got to take a couple weeks off. I or? don't know. Uh, it just happened last night. Uh, it, it's a, it is sore. Uh, I was able to go to the gym today, but I didn't do anything on the right leg. I just uh, uh, hit the bike. So we'll see how it uh, feels. So, I, I have, no, I'm not scheduled to ref until Monday anyway. You, are you saying It's at the bottom of your foot, George. Well, plantar fasciitis is the, is a tearing in the uh, tissue at the bottom of your feet. That's what that is. So any so player has that. Can you soak it it with those
1: Epsom salts? There's nothing you can do because it's muscle related. It's not just pain. It's 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 tissue.
2: It's a tear. Yeah. So you you could soak it all you want. It's not going to help solve it. But Mike, it's a it's very mild. (laughs) It's not like what you see these athletes have. If the athletes had what I had, they could play through it. The uh, the calf is actually much more painful than the uh, fasciitis. That's something I'm going to have to uh, hope uh, goes away in a couple of days. We'll see. Yeah, like anything else, we'll see.
1: Yeah, we sound like Doctor Roto here. Oh, well, George, let's get into the baseball uh, baseball games. Two today. It's kind of interesting start times. Uh, the board gets started at two fifteen. We'll go uh, through the DFS stuff a little bit later, but let's hit these games in order. Uh, game number nine hundred and twenty nine, nine hundred and thirty in their slate. If you're going old school, we have the Cardinals and Angels change a pitcher to Ramirez. In for the Angels, the Cardinals have Hudson going, Cardinals minus 135, Angels plus 115 total in this baseball game, nine run line. We have the Cardinals minus one and a half to plus 145, Angels, Dogs plus one and a half on the run line, minus 165. What do you think about this one, Georgia? Any opinions? Ramirez, change of pitcher. he's in for the Halos.
2: Hey, first, I found this incredibly kind of funny. All right, you and I were all excited. Hey, we'll do a 12 to 3. We'll be able to talk about more yep. games. And the first time, yeah, we are after the 2.15. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, no 1 o'clock games for the Yankees <laughs> no. today. Tomorrow, and though, George, this game, tomorrow, that's yeah, when well, that's it gets
1: uh, fun. When we do it tomorrow, sun. we'll get right into it at 1 o'clock, and boom, lots of live updates and live gambling. Uh, it'll be more uh, energetic. Uh, we'll, we'll have more bets on the go tomorrow, guaranteed.
2: Sunday is, uh, we'll, we'll always get that. Uh, I'll give you your, your news and notes throughout baseball. Uh, Springer, uh, George Springer for the Astros, should be back on uh, Tuesday, it looks like. He's in a rehab assignment right now. Correa, by the way, not back until after the All Star break. That's the worst massage ever. Ever. Uh, to. Yeah, if you, if you want to believe that. Yeah, sure. I'm sure it was yeah, a massage. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, he won't play for the Cubs today. Just a day off. Nothing uh, special, but he won't play for the Cubs against the Mets. Also starting in about 40 minutes. Senzel already uh, told you he's out today. Uh, got the headache, possible concussion, vertigo symptoms there. Uh, hopefully he's okay soon. Uh, Rafael Devers, still out for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, he did come in at a pinch hitting opportunity last night. Came, came up with a big hit, tied the game up in the ninth. But... Uh was immediately replaced by a pinch runner there, so still not ready to play. Uh, John Scope out for the Minnesota Twins. He's got a sore – I saw something. I forgot what it was. But he's out uh, day-to-day. Mike Trout is expected to – he is in the lineup today. He's expected to play. Foul the ball his knee. There was some concern about him, but he's okay. He's in the lineup betting second today. Uh, Paddock is what are called by the San Diego Padres pitching today. This Cardinals game that we're about to talk about, by the way, is going to start delayed. All oh, right, there's great. rain yeah, uh, the KC game might also start delayed, but that hasn't been officially announced yet. But the Cardinals game <sighs> is going to start uh, delayed. And Leonis Martin was released by the Cleveland Indians today. in a bit of a surprise, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Leonis Martin released. By the Cleveland Indians. In your Angels Cardinals game today, it said it will start delayed, but here are your lineups Tommy stella Mike Trout, Justin Upton, Cole Calhoun, Albert Pujols. They've announced, by the way, that Pujols will start all three games in St. Louis, which means, which means he starts yep. tomorrow as well. David Fletcher, Louis, uh, I love him, I think i to refresh here, right? And while I'm trying to look at the lineups here, Louis, oh boy, Renjifo. Once again, one oh, of Oh, yeah, of that goodness. guy.
1: He's pretty good, actually. Yeah.
2: Jonathan LaCroix, placing Angleton Simmons. Uh, Jonathan LaCroix and Noah Ramirez for the Cardinals. Uh, Matt Carpenter, DeJong, Goldschmidt, Azuna, Jose Martinez, Javier Molina, Dexter Fowler Colton Wong, Dakota Hudson. Pretty much your standard lineup for the Cardinals there.
1: Yeah, I took um, just an angle that I played yesterday and it actually worked in that game George, it's something to think about when we're betting um, I told Gabe we were taking uh, the Cardinals made my ticket last night because just the situation, extra inning games against Toronto, a lot of pitching changes in that those games, uh, both bullpens got absolutely rocked, high scoring and then you got to fly in, you go from Toronto to St. Louis, the Angels, the hole story, it seemed like there was a lot on their mind there and uh, yeah, the Cardinals got it done yesterday, I don't know if I'm going to go back to the Cardinals again today, they were good to me before, but I'll tell you one thing I don't think I'm going to be betting uh, the Angels in this spot with Ramirez. What's your take?
2: Oh, soon as the game is not on my board, and I don't know why. Off oh, the it's board? not on my board at all.
1: Yeah, I, I saw it off the board earlier, and then they had a pitching change. So I'll, I'll double check on mine. No, it's still on the board in mine. I got Cardinals still a buck thirty-five with Ramirez. Maybe something's going on. There might be a lineup change or something like that. We'll get back to that game anyway. Uh, no,
2: it's back. It's, oh, it's back. back. It's just came back. Yeah. So I got uh, I got plus one ten, minus one thirty. Um, I mean, I like Dakota Hudson. I do. I think he's about ready to make a, a turn here, but I'm not going to touch this game. Plus the fact that it's going to be a rain delay. Uh, the game is expected to be played. Uh, They don't think it's going to cancel the game. It's expected to be played here. But uh, I I think I told you, when rain's involved, there's a delay already, and there could be other rain. I I generally tend to stay away from these games.
1: Yeah, I'm going to tell you something, George. I'm doing something uh, a little bit bold. I like Kansas City in the second game. Uh, we'll get into it right now. So Minnesota at Kansas City. I know it's Barrios minus 170 on the road. Dan Duffy, plus 150. Total 10. You said there could be some weathers uh, there in this one too. Minus one and a half on the red line. If you like the Twins. Hey, I am not even paint any juice. I'm doing the Kansas City two-step. I get them at plus one and a half. I believe in Duffy. They lost a heartbreaker the other night. I thought it was very, very, very unfortunate uh, that, uh, you know, they kind of pissed it away late in that game. But Kansas City's been playing a little bit better. I don't like the late 70 on the road the twins coming back down to earth george i'm gonna make the royals one of my dogs today it's probably not gonna be a popular play i get them at plus 150 and on the run line plus one and a half plus 100 that's good enough for me that's my pooch of the night my rabies special give me the royals with cheese what do you think about this one there
2: george Bullsey, I mean, uh, going up against Berrios there, the uh, Twins ace, who's a pretty damn good pitcher. He has no mind to see, obviously, with Casey as he's uh, on the IL. Uh, Twins, Polanco, Cron, Nelson Cruz, Eddie Rosario, Williams, Astudillo. Max Kepler, Miguel Sano, Luis Araez, and J Cave. I mentioned no scope today. Buxton's on the IL as well for Minnesota, so certainly not a full lineup there. Uh, for KC, Whit Merrifield, Nicky Lopez, Alex Gordon, Jorge Soler, Hunter Dozier back from the IL. Chelsea Cuthbert, Lucas Duda, Humberto Arteaga, and Cam Gallagher. Man, there's a lot of high school guys here yeah. uh, <laughs> in this lineup. Cam, Cam, um, my my buddy Cam Gallagher, the other Cam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the other Cam, eh, catcher, and, uh, batting ninth. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I like Duffy. I like him yeah. uh, a, a bit as well here, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to be betting him. I also wonder here, now I haven't heard anything yet, but I, hey, that's heard they're still in uh, Missouri too. I wonder if there's going to be some delays here as well. I haven't heard anything about a possible delay here, but I do wonder if that could affect this game as well. But I don't think I'd be betting on Duffy here. Just uh, yeah. Even if he pitches well, I don't know if he can score for him. That's kind of the thing. Uh, what do you think
1: about the total then at 10? I, I like the Royals today. Also, the, the Twins just doing a little bit of research. haven't seen this lineup. I think you'll be able to shut them down. And if I if I like Kansas City, uh, I got to believe it's going to be under 10, George. Don't you think? Maybe I think they can win like a 4-2, 4-3 to, two, four to three type of game. I'm taking them. 10 seems like uh, nice right I like.
2: I'm with under. you there. I do like the under. I like the yeah. under as well. Both teams have injury problems.
1: I'm taking, I'm taking the dog. I'm taking the under. I, really, I like the dog even more. See, George, George is Mr. Totals. Stick around. He'll give you some winners, everybody. We'll all talk about the next of the game. One more early game. Mets and Cubs will go through the whole gambling board after a short break. welcome back everybody i'm cam stewart weekend wagers along with my buddy george kurtz breaking down the baseball betting board too a couple of games we got a trio of games at uh, 415 and 420 action before things really start to heat up in the brown four o'clock there George so as George mentioned uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and Angels game George I'm seeing it on my books too they're currently in a rain delay so that one is going to be delayed I see um, it looks like all systems go in Kansas City we just talked about the Twins Barrios going will be a popular pick today minus 170 I'm actually going to take a shot with the Royals plus 150 and plus one and a half uh, on the run line no juice and George endorses the under 10 there in that baseball game seems like a high total next game on the docket. We have um, interesting price in this one, short price. We have the Mets at the Cubbies. The Cubbies have been playing uh, better ball. Quintana toes the rubber. Minus 135 Quintana and the Cubs. Wheeler dealer for the Mets. Plus 115. Uh, Georgia, I know I'll tell people, Georgia, you don't even have to mention it. Mets games and you usually don't jive too much, but we'll see if you got an opinion (laughs) on this one. Eight and a half is the total. If you like the Mets to keep it close and lose, plus one and a half, minus 165 if you want that run line security. And if If you think the Cubs win by two or more Cubs, minus one and a half plus half, plus one forty-five. Nice take back there. I will say this, George, I'll tell you something, man. I bet on the Mets the other night, uh, against Chicago. Sorry. It was an afternoon game at Wrigley. Jason Vargas did it again. He pitched his ass off. We laugh all of a sudden, man, this guy has really figured it out. And I hate to say this. He's like the one guy in the Mets that I actually go to. That's making me money. They
2: were a huge dog. And we cashed in last night. Go Go Mets. Scary. Speaking of making money, Do you want two risk-free wages up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a points bet sports wagering account enter the promo cro- code grid g-r-i-d and you'll get two risk-free bets up to one thousand dollars in addition to traditional betting points bet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet for example if you bet the rares minus three and they cover the spread by seven points you'll receive seven times your stake that's pointsbetcom slash grid enter promo code code GRID, G-R-I-D, and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. All right, Cam. Uh, the car, yeah, nice promos the on the station game. right
1: now, George. you got to take advantage of these uh, at uh, DraftKings and uh, all these other books that are sponsoring this, uh, the station. Those are some nice promos, baby. I only get like $25, $50, bucks, uh, 100 bucks top for my book. Those guys are really, uh, it's a good deal. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was uh, one I haven't seen before, where if you win your bet by more than, uh, you know, like I said. It's, it's it? like props. They use the example, Rand's minus three, you win by uh, seven more, the point you get seven times. That's I like interesting. That. Yeah, I like that, too. It'll certainly drag me to it. I'll have to try it out just to see uh, what happens there, how I like it, how I fare there. Uh, as for the baseball board, uh, mm-hmm. Kansas City, it looks like the rain is later on. Thunderstorms later on in the game, but both games are expected to be played. So you're not really worried about a, uh, a rain out. Just uh, it's, it's more of a DFS problem. There's more than anything else. And even uh, I'm not worried about Berrios and Duffy because it's it's later on in the game, it could be, they're already out anyway. You're not worried about it. Also, George, uh, I was thinking
1: for your DFS when we do our picks, maybe we'll start with the 405 and and later slate anyway. There's only three games at 220, and one of them's got, two of them have rain potential, so we can gas maybe the Mets-Cubs game. We'll bet on it, but uh, maybe we'll do the DFS for uh, 405 and beyond. you like that plan better?
2: Sounds like a plan. Okay. Speaking of uh, plans, Bra- Braun out of the lineup today for Milwaukee, so no Ryan Braun out again. Uh, another trade, uh, well, it's a trade that we talked about earlier in the NHL. Uh, that J.T. Miller trade is indeed done. Miller goes to the Canucks, Mazanic third, conditional first, goes back to Tampa Bay. The condition is uh, if the Canucks make the playoffs, uh, then it's this year. If they don't make the playoffs, then the uh, first-round pick is next year. So J.T. Miller no longer a Lightning. He is now a Canuck. I think it's a good move,
1: actually. I know we're talking uh, baseball betting right now. Think about JT Miller's a good solid NHLer. They have a lot of young guys on that team. You know, Brock Besser and other guys, Bo Horvat. What about Pedersen? The thing is, Pedersen, the rookie of the year, he's got to stay healthy. But Vancouver, uh, they got some interesting parts. Always a question with their goaltending, though. They got a horrible, horrible, horrible goaltending situation. Like they had to call up like three or four guys, George. They got to solidify that. But at least they do have a nice young nucleus there.
2: They do, and uh, listen, I like the deal. I do like the deal for the the Canucks. You get another talented player there in uh, JT, who's really a good player. I As agree. The fan. I wish good the two-way player. Good two-way player. But I wonder if maybe they weren't going to trade him to the Islanders anyway, no matter what. So uh, uh, St. Conference and you know, all the teams don't like to do that. As for this uh, Mets and Cubs game, the other uh, last uh, 2 o'clock game we have, Zach Wheeler versus Jose Quintana. Our uh, lineups are in. Jeff McNeil, Peter Alonzo, J.D. Davis, Todd, Frazier, Michael Conforto, Wilson Ramos, Ahmad Rosario, Juan Lagares, and Zach Wheeler. No, no Dominic Smith. And no Robertson, Cano, left-handed on the mound. I would assume that's why uh, in that lineup. For the Cubs, Schwarber, Bryant, Baez, Contreras batting fourth. Hayward, Albert Almora Jr., Victor Catatini, uh playing first base. I mentioned no Rizzo today. Uh, it's a normal day off for of Rizzo, but he's out of the lineup. Uh, Quintana batting eighth. Russell batting ninth. Joe Madden likes to switch that around a little bit. Zach Wheeler. You know, you mentioned the Mets. I won with the Mets the other day, right? I uh, took them against Jose uh, Julio Turan, All right. So yeah. the Mets finally came through for me, Cam. Haven't touched them since, mind you, but they finally came through to me and Break it was a little streak. Great bets it was <laughs> but it was great in the fact that the game I mean the game was over by like the 4th inning. They had scored 12 runs already. It was like, "Great. Didn't even have to sweat that one out. Always like that." Uh Zach Wheeler, been an enigma, Cam. Not pitching well. Not pitching well at all. He's getting crushed. And this is a guy, came, I wonder, is he thinking too much? Is he thinking too much about maybe he's going to be dealt or the contract yep. situation? be a free agent at the end of the year. And is that what's affecting his pitching today or uh, this season so far? So uh, I don't know what to think about him here. Uh, Wheeler Quintana, as far as betting the game here, I'm not – uh, you mentioned the Mets have not done well for me all year, and I've uh, I think I've avoided them for a couple of weeks. Outside of a Tehran start here, the Mets are plus 125, Cubs minus 145. In my board over/under is eight and a half. No, no, I- I'm not gonna. I think I'll have the two o'clock games. I'm only taking the under in the KC game. That's it. I think the rest I'm leaving alone.
1: I'm looking at the Cubs, but you're right. Wheeler's an enigma. He hasn't been pitching very good recently. It's a it's a, it's a a big-time concern. You're right, George. I think you bring up a really good point. I think he is thinking too much because we've seen Zach Wheeler be a dominant pitcher before. He kind of seems like he's in his own head right now. He doesn't look right. And, uh, yeah, maybe there's just a lot of things going on right there. It seems like a short price for Quintana, too, but I'm not going to totally bite yet. We'll see. I'm, the Cubs are on my radar, but I haven't pulled the trigger, unlike pulling the trigger with Kansas City, plus 150, plus 1.5, one and, and unbelievable under 10 there's something about this game just just kind of feels weird to me it's telling me beware beware stay away sometimes you get that vibe
2: yeah, then you got to you got to follow the vibe, right? Got to trust your instinct. There are times I feel like I should bet a team, there are times I feel like I should stay away here. And I, I if Matt, maybe it's cuz Rizzo's out. If Rizzo was in this lineup, I would probably feel a little better. I think it's an uh, interesting game to give uh, Rizzo the game off on. I think I'd rather see him in there from the Cubs, find a left-hander for him to sit against. But hey, what it is what it is. I'm not liking the Cubs lineup uh, all that much here. And the Mets can hit. And I think they're going to hit Quintana.
1: Where's the yeah. How's the wind in that? Because they've already posted. Sometimes they post late totals at Wrigley. Uh, how's the wind situation there? I guess. It's, is it blowing in eight and a half? Seems like a low have, total.
2: It does. So uh, I haven't seen the wind situation here. Uh, it doesn't say offhand. Oh, the Very low cloudy total. And 68 degrees. Uh, but that does make you think the wind's blowing in.
1: That's what I'm thinking, because I think uh, with it blowing out, we probably would have got a 10 or a 10 and a half uh, with those guys. So I think it has to be blowing in. That seems very, very low on the on the over-under for uh, two pitchers that can. Yeah, the Mets can hit Cantana and can, the Cubs can still hit wheeler so to me that's very interesting next game on the board george let's get to the four four, four o'clock 405 start big favorite here philadelphia phillies they got to make some hay right now you got a great opportunity with the miami marlins in town velasquez vince velasquez vv minus 200 against hernandez of the marlins uh, money line they are plus 170 total in this baseball game is nine phillies on the run line minus one and a half, five cents uh five cents juice or uh, marlins if you like them plus one and a half minus 115 i'm not a real vince velasquez guy but it's hard to pull the trigger Marlins battle George but uh, I don't know I think I'm going to pass on this game I don't want to even put the Phillies in a parlay I'm going to say
2: no I'm going to pass on this baseball game don't have to bet them all it's it's Velasquez. Velasquez Velasquez scares us now doesn't he Yes, he you know, does. You, you never know quite what you're going to get from this guy, uh, as far as we'll is current year. The lineups saw Miguel Rojas, Curtis Granderson, Gary Cooper, Brian Anderson, Solon Castro, Cesar Pueblo, JT Riddle, Wilkin Castillo, Eliezer Hernandez. Uh, he's a starting pitcher for Miami, for <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> Bryce Harper leading off, uh, Reese oh. Hoskins, Jay Bruce, J.T. Realmuto, Gene Segura drops down to fifth in the lineup. Scott Kingery, Brad Miller, Vince Velasquez, Cesar Hernandez batting ninth. They also switched up the pitcher in the ninth uh, place batter. Philly is struggling. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. They're just struggling, you know. So I think that's what's going on here. Uh is shaking things up a little bit, trying to shake this team out of its uh, offensive doldrums. Here, I don't blame them for doing it. I don't. I think they uh, they do have some Out outtakes. Like Kingery, who's hit for this team in the past seven to ten days. I just want to uh, no take way. Miami, George. <laughs> I'm kind of looking going Velasquez, but
1: they're just a hard team to trust because they don't score, but I'm just looking at plus 170. My eyes get a little bit bigger, kind of like when I see, you know, uh, some chicken parm uh, loose on a, on a plate with no one around. I, I, just, want to, I just want to dig in, you know. I want, to t- I want to take it, but I also know that extra piece might uh, hurt my stomach. I don't know. Plus 170 looks real good to me, though. Vince Velasquez, I don't care. He shouldn't be minus 200. That's the bottom line.
2: I agree. I got minus two ten actually, uh, and the first thing I looked at was, oh, how about the over here? I don't like Velasquez, you know, Hernandez. But then I'm like, oh, Phil, if they can't hit, you know, they, they're just not hitting there. They're all slumping right now. So like you, I'm also passing on this game.
1: Yep, I think I'm going to pass. I might take a a shot with the Marlins, but no, I'm going to make Kansas City my early dog so far. So right now, that game is going to be in the back burner. Next game up on the board, I do have an opinion of this game, George. San Diego and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh got it done last night. Uh, uh, San Diego, small road favorites, minus 115 with Paddock. Uh, Archer going for the home team, minus 105. Nine is the total here. San Diego on the run line, minus 1.5, plus 140. And the Pirates, plus 1.5. Minus 60. I kind of lean San Diego and Paddock. I don't believe in Chris Archer. I think he has a diminished skill set. He could really blow up. Um, tight one last night, but uh, I'll tell you one thing. I also kind of lean to the over of this uh, baseball game. I think San Diego can get to him, but right now only laying 10, 15 cents on Padres, basically a pick 'em. Give me San Diego against Archer. How do you feel about this one? I know Archer can be good, but he's a pitcher. So he's hard to trust.
2: Oh, no, I agree. You know, almost everything you said I agree wholeheartedly. is not what he used to be. You know, for whatever reason, There's slight a problem. build, uh, something's wrong. Right? He's, he's just not that pitcher anymore. Uh, no Polanco in the lineup for uh, Pittsburgh once again. Shoulder inflammation, he's out. Uh, Fernando Tatis, Eric Hosmer, Manny Machado, Hunter Renfro, Josh Naylor, Will Myers, Francisco Mejia, Chris Paddock, who was just called up for the start, and Greg Garcia playing second base Once again, another team, uh, pitchers batting eighth, and the ninth place batter is batting ninth. <laughs> uh, Pirates. Kevin Newman, Brian Reynolds, Starling Marte. I want to see a Marte parte today. Josh Bell, yes. Colin Moran, Corey Dickerson, Adam Frazier, Jacob Stallings, and Chris Archer. My first thought was the over two in this game, but then I saw it was at nine. Then I'm looking at this Pirates lineup with a lot of my high school guys. I'm like uh, San Diego. No. Uh, I like I like the I like the Padres in this game as well. And I look at this. Um, I'm getting. It's plus one thirty-five, minus a uh, run and a half, or minus one twenty-five yeah. on the, uh, the money line. I'm kind of digging both here a little bit. I I just don't. It comes down to Archer. I just don't trust him.
1: He's a hard guy to trust, and uh, he said it, man. There's, there's there's something wrong there. He's just getting rocked. He's not the same pitcher he was with the Rays. I Your San Diego lineup to me sounded great, George. I'm in. Uh, I will lay the 15 cents with the Padres. Also a statistics, too, when a lot of those West teams go East, they score a lot of runs. I think I might give the over a shot, but I'm really going to lean to San Diego. If you only have to lay 15 cents, guys, I think that's a good play today. They almost got it done yesterday. I think today they complete the job. Uh, here we go. 405. Uh, hard breaking loss. Uh, I'll tell you, man, there was a lot of nervous people last night. You have the Red Sox ticket at minus 350, 60. Hell, it almost went to minus 400 by game time against the Jays. You need extra innings to come back and beat Thornton. You're probably uh, going in your pants there because you could have lost a lot of money for those guys. Hey, George? Yeah, I just put 500 bucks down on the Red Sox money line. You're sitting there going, oh my god, 5-1 to one Blue Jays? Like, crazy, crazy comeback by uh, Boston last night. They're at it again. Uh, Law pitching for Toronto. That's a spot start. He's uh, more of a bullpen guy. He'll probably only go an inning or two. Uh, the. Boston Red Sox going with Johnson. So Boston minus 180. Toronto plus 160 on the money line. High total as we expect in this game at Fenway. 11. Uh, Jays on the run line plus one and a half minus 115. Or Boston minus one and a half if you like to win by two or more. only laying five cents. And for all those Boston players that took minus one and a half too, George, they won by two in extra innings. So all is well. It was just a very, very bumpy and dangerous ride. But Red Sox betters got it done last night. Barely.
2: Hey, ugly wins better than pre-loss, man. I'll yep, take it. You're right. Uh, I had the I had the socks last night, and I'm taking them again today. <laughs> you were sweating. Uh, <laughs> you were sweating that one. What I, I wasn't. I wasn't even home. I, you know, oh, I, I was refing socks. Right, uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't supposed to. I, had to play, I Usually I don't ref when I bet, but I was a, a late call, and someone uh, I had to come up with somebody refing. So uh, I never knew until so I got home. It worked out well for me. Not complaining. I'm going to go back to the well today. Uh, mine's a dime. I'm laying it on a dime, not a nickel. So well, I'll take it. I don't care. Minus a run and a half here. I'm good. I mentioned no Rafael Devers in the lineup today for the Red Sox, uh, for, the, for the Blue Jays. Eric Sogard, Guerrero's batting second, Guriel's batting third, Grychuk, Teosca Hernandez, Cavan Biggio, Freddy Galvez, Rowdy Telez, Luke Malley, catching, for the Red Sox, Betts, Ben Attendee, Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, Brock Holt, Christian Vasquez, Jackie Bradley, Michael Chavis, Eduardo Nunez, pretty much your normal lineup outside of Devers not playing here. 11 and a half, that's what I keep looking at there, Cam. I know I'm taking the Red Sox to win by uh, two, pretty much. 11 and a half, I was hoping to be 10 and a half. I um, mean, Brian, Johnson. I got a It's funny. I got and I'm right in the middle.
1: I got 11. I got 11. That's a bad pitching matchup. We, this game might be, you're right, like 13, seven.
2: Right. This smells of a lot of runs out. I'm, I'm going to have something on the over, but not as high as I wanted.
1: Yeah, if you got it at 10.5, you'd smash it. At 11, you'd think about going a little bit more. 11.5 is a whole different story then. You need 12 to win the bet. That kind of changes everything, but do you trust Johnson too? Might lay lay in 80 cents. You're going to put Boston in some parlays or you're more down with the total?
2: I'm more down with the total and uh, Boston winning by two. I don't trust Johnson whatsoever. I don't trust the bullpen. I think it's a bad game all around. That's why I think so many runs are going to be scored. I think, I think Johnson's so-so at best. The Boston bullpen, you never know what you're going to get. And the Jays are throwing Derek Law and their bullpen out there, and that's not very good either. I think this way I'm, I'm going to bet the over because I, I have to think runs are going to be scored. Hey, if it ends up being a pitching duel, 5-4 or something like that, which is not even a pitching duel, I'll live with it.
1: Yeah, Derek Law, I remember the last time he pitched against the Angels, he was okay, they took him out, and then Edwin Jackson gave a back-to-back jacks and seven runs in under an inning of work, so very, very ugly. Okay, we'll go through the rest of the baseball board there, George, I agree. Wish that t- total was a little bit lower, but runs at a premium at Fenway today. I think they're going to score a lot. Next game, we'll talk about Tampa Bay, Oakland, and the rest of the baseball betting
2: board when we come back on Weekend Wagers.